0: Hello and welcome to this special Future Female Leaders edition of the Rewire podcast, a special live visual and audio uh, episode of the Rewild podcast um, which we have sprung on my guests here today a little bit so um, they're going to be awesome because they're future female leaders um, but this is the first in a series of podcasts that we will be doing with our future female leaders where we'll be chatting with these amazing women who are taking part in our program we'll be talking about what they've learned so far, their biggest challenges any eureka moments there may have been already and what it's been like uh, being in a program with a group of women who want to speak up, stand out and and really showcase this industry for for what it can be. Um, But before we meet today's guest, just a little bit more from me, in case you're not aware of EG's Future Leaders project. Um, The project was born out of a rant uh, by me uh, that women were not putting their hands up enough to be visible at industry events. in my purposely provocative and big wooden spoon-stirring uh, way, I said that it was women's fault uh, that this industry looked male-dominated at events, so they should do something about it. Um, it was not a universally agreed with opinion, uh, but it did lead to a solution. Um EG, we spoke with those women who said, we would put our hand up, uh, mm, um, uh, and we listened to them, and we promised that we would do better for the future leaders in our industry. We promised that we would help train the industry's future leaders to feel confident about speaking up and showcasing the industry. And so did so many other parts of our industry. Um, so, big thanks um, from me to ACOM, Clutton's, DLA Piper, GrayStar, Grosvenor, Knight Frank, Nuveen, Wilmot Dixon, and our excellent training partner, Ginger Public Speaking, um, for helping us bring this programme to life. But enough from me. Uh, Let's find out what it's been (coughs) like so far, straight from the horse's (coughs) mouth, so to speak. Uh, Not calling anyone in here a horse. Uh, (laughs) There's my first uh, foot in my mouth. But anyway, joining me in the EG podcast studio today is Anna Parry, who is project director at Hayes-Davidson. Hello, Anna.
1: Hi, Sam. Thank you very much. Uh, next
0: to Anna is Hannah Hassan, who's senior project surveyor at Wilmot Dixon. Hey, Hannah. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. And last, but by no means least, Catherine Kropsey's partner in the London leasing team at Knight Frank. Hi. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you so much for coming into the EG offices and our very special podcast studio today. Hannah I want to start with you actually because last time we met you, which was on the first training session uh, a little while ago now, um, you caught up with our talent reporter Lucy Alderson and and you told her that you came into this uh, industry on a temporary basis, you weren't quite sure. Yeah, um, that's right. That was 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Not very temporary. Not uh, anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So really keen to find out what changed your mind and what continues to keep you in this industry and i guess what you're using from the program to um get that message of of why you're sticking around and why other people should think about this industry across
2: yeah so um i joined the industry like you say 11 years ago um and I had just never considered a career in construction. It's obviously typically a very male-dominated industry. Um, I wasn't educated at all about it. I had no idea what possibilities were or opportunities were available to me um, and what sort of career choices there were in the industry. Um, so I kind of graduated in the midst of a recession. Um, people were struggling to get jobs a little bit and um, I decided to go travelling. Um, while I made up my mind, sat on a beach somewhere, um, (laughs) and it was, I obviously needed to earn some money to do that, so um, I joined Walmart Dixon on a temporary basis, um, just in pre-construction as as an administrator, Um, and it was in that time where my whole, um, kind of, all my preconceptions were kind of shattered, um, and I was given an opportunity to try quantity surveying, So I did kind of a short um, work experience stint on site and realised that actually there was a whole world that was completely unaware of Um, and um, from there I decided to um, undertake the management trainee scheme which was a great um, scheme which gave me an opportunity to understand lots of different areas within the business and make up my mind that I definitely wanted to go on the commercial side. Um, and it's been opportunity after opportunity it's a really exciting industry um, it's really diverse and um, and I'm kind of constantly stimulated and um, there's, just, there's always something, um, another opportunity there to, to take on and to kind of flourish within. So um, I've really loved it and I'm really keen to kind of um, open people's eyes. I think the industry has quite a bad name. Um, I think there's a real image in, in, issue in the in, industry. Um, so I'd like to try and break that down um, if I can, um, and that's why I'm looking forward to uh, the live event in October, because it'll be an opportunity to um, share some more experiences and um, yeah, maybe offer some advice on how those barriers can be broken down.
0: Excellent. And what was that preconception that that you had and do you think it still exists for um, women today? If if we're looking to, you know, young girls at at school and you think
2: about quantity surveying, what do you think they think? Definitely, definitely still exists. Um, I do quite a few um, talks in girls' schools and I always find it really interesting that I can kind of arrive, you know, in my suit and heels and, you know, looking as professional as I do normally and... um, when i ask girls you know what do you think i do in construction i always get that same kind of you know hard hats muddy boots being on a building site um it completely still exists um and i think that's quite strange because i don't feel like i you know necessarily look like i come from that world but um so yeah it's it's hard work to try and convince people that there are you know it's it's a really diverse industry you can there's, there's all sorts of career choices available to you, whether you're in design or commercial, um, you know, bids, operational. There's, there's so much there, but people only see one element of the construction industry, particularly young girls. So... It definitely still exists. Yeah,
0: I think you're you're right. There's a a massive um perception Mm -hmm. um problem that we have across the the built in environment. And I I am very hopeful that programmes like this will help us sort of showcase through actual human beings Mm -hmm. and real wor words that um it's actually an alright industry Mm -hmm. and we we're trying to do better and there's all sorts of exciting things that you can you can do in this industry. Um, so thank you for that, okay. Catherine. Uh, you, uh, sit on Knight Frank's People Board. And, um, in our first meeting with you, you said you're really passionate about promoting workplaces and, and practices that work for working parents. Um, so. For you, I'd love to hear what you um, are hoping to ga- gain from this project that will help you get that message across to, to more people, um, as well as you know, what you're hoping to get out of the, the programme for, for your own career development.
3: I think there's no doubt that um, this industry can do quite a bit more to um, evolve and improve the working environment for women. Um, and I feel very passionately about that. And I do think um, perhaps sometimes... When you feel passionate about something, that you um, you can not always come across quite as well as you you might hope, and quite as eloquent. And you can be you know your heart rate goes up. I know up that and you, feeling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you start, and and you know you know maybe it, it doesn't always feel like it comes from a place of positive change. But actually, um, I, I think this program has really taught me about confidence. Um, uh, it's it, just talking to and being among other amazing brilliant women frankly is um a great thing we've sat in a room together um discussed many topics um all of us quite passionate all got quite similar stories and um i think the whole process that we're going through um and the program has just really helped um I think everyone think about how it is that you come across um, you know things like the storytelling and how you can tell your story in a particular way that will make it a bit more impactful Um, and I think all of that's quite important when you're trying to champion messages that sometimes you might feel like the primary person for championing that uh, within a firm.
0: Hmm. I'm going to come back to the storytelling um, side of the uh, the event uh, in a little bit because I know picking a story is um, is quite a difficult thing to to do. I have yeah. to do it for my day job every day, and it's quite quite <laughs> difficult. Um, but Anna, just to just to come to to you. So um, you on that first session made a, a great, very powerful statement about you know that you want to. Um, break down barriers that there there may be um so that other, other women don't have to and um that would be a fantastic legacy to have but i'd be really keen to hear from you what you've learned so far around how you how you do that and and the the steps that people can can take maybe the the language that we use in in trying to break down those barriers
1: yeah um I'm the first female director at Hayes Davidson, um, and it's a 30-year-old company. So it, you've already broken down some barriers. <laughs> um, and I hope to inspire other females in the studio to see that they can do the same, that they can be that person too, that um, I've been doing quite a lot of research in, uh, you know for my talk in October. And I've been speaking to the team, male and female, and and really trying to listen to what they're thinking, what they're feeling, and you know what their thoughts are on on barriers, you know, both in their in their life in the workplace, you know, in society. Um, and one of the quotes that I thought was very powerful was somebody said, um, "In a new job, I look to see if there's someone like me." And if there isn't someone like me, then how would I get there? And I think that's very powerful. And I think that's really important to remember. Um, By being a female director on the board, I want to inspire others. I think that's that's um, very true and very powerful as as you say
0: and I think that's one of the the reasons that when we when we came up with this um, program the future um, leaders program and th- this time it being women we were really keen to make sure it was cross the built environment so you do see that that everyone can see there's someone like me up on stage and I don't think that matters whether you're male or f- or female Absolutely. Um there's just someone who thinks thinks like me, ha, you yeah. know, wants to do the same things as me, has come from a similar background yeah. um, from from me. So I think, and I, well, I hope that come 8th of October, that will really resonate with, with everyone. I'm very excited about that. Um, so let, let's go to the 8th of October. It's not that far away now. You've had three training sessions. Three? Yeah. 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 Um, so tell me, uh, Anna, tell me what... Um, the, what the first one was like and how different that has been to um, sort of walking into the third session and, and I hope feeling a, a bit more confident.
1: I think, I think it's been all about building confidence and um, knowing that you have something to say and that everybody has something to say, whether you've prepped for it or not, everybody has a story and everybody is in that room for a reason. And as Catherine said, everybody's incredibly inspiring. Everybody in that room has achieved some amazing things, and and so it's been an amazing network. Um, and it's for me, it's opened many a conversation with lots of other people. Lots of people have asked me about it, and it's in, you know it's 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 meant to have had some great conversations with people that have actually I'm sure helped with me um, deciding what to speak about on the eighth. Um, So, Ginger, public speaking are amazing. Are they tough? Um, (laughs) That sounds uh, like a yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I think when you first get there and you have to, they say, right, we're going to time you for two minutes and you need to talk. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think you leave with the confidence that you do have something to say that people will want to hear.
3: I I think that was very much my impression in the first session it was right everyone's got to stand up at the front and for a minute talk about themselves or it was something along those lines i was like jesus i don't want to be doing that i'm not quite sure what i'm to say across it. but anyway um and uh, and then by the third session you know you were asked to talk about a chocolate teapot or something completely random for a minute and we found ourselves standing up there with sort of a bit more confidence you know the confidence in your own ability which maybe you didn't have or i certainly didn't in the first session just to chat um for a minute in front of your peers and in a really comfortable environment. That, so, yeah. That's
0: That's yeah. quite that's a
2: really quick
0: move yeah. from yeah. Oh no
3: to Yes, yeah. I got
2: this. It, cool? was really it was really quick. Yeah. Um safe environment. Yeah, and it kind of I definitely think um probably one of the biggest things is learning to be um really natural. And I think there's when you're when you're not used to public speaking and then you're forced into it, you feel like you need to be a certain way, and being authentic, and being yourself, and having the confidence that that's okay to be yourself, and um, that I think that we've all definitely come quite a long way on that. I think mm. um, we've all got our own styles, and we're all quite unique in our delivery. But whereas on the first day, it was probably a little bit more regimented.
0: And so, what's been the? Has that been the hardest part? The sort of getting used to being yourself.
2: Yeah, I think trusting yourself and especially um like personally for me and i know there are a few other of um the girls that are in the same boat i i haven't done a lot of public speaking but when i have i've written a script and learned it absolutely off by heart um and ha- there what what ginger are doing are teaching us that that's you know a, a road to disaster and can have catastrophic um Failures on, on on the night and uh, sort of teaching us to be to just trust yourself that you know what you're going to say, and you know it's it's trusting yourself and having that confidence. I think,
0: and I, I guess that's where passion comes into it doesn't it? and if we are using this program as a way to show people that this is an industry to be passionate about that there are many good things about the built-in environment and and there are those diversity of roles if you're passionate about something of course you can get you can get that message over over well um i th- i I would totally agree i've tried the um a learn learn a um script off by heart I have my powerpoint go through it be reading it while i'm going thinking done this at home and pretty awesome at this mm. <laughs> and then got to somewhere and of course there's always a technical difficulty and then just when your slide doesn't move it's the worst thing ever isn't it and then of course you mess up whereas if you'd just been relaxed and been your yourself everything would of course be okay because nobody is there to to pull you down and and mm. um um uh not support you everyone is in the room to to want to be educated i think and want to support um people who are uh, putting themselves out there um so that's the that's the hardest part um what's been the i guess the the easiest element of it or the the most rewarding element of the program so far
1: Anna uh, Oh <laughs> Anna sorry <laughs> You go Anna <laughs> I th- I think meeting the other women that's been like amazing
0: And uh, is that being because they're from different different parts of the the sectors so uh, opportunities for you and your business to integrate and and create new partnerships new business
1: lines perhaps absolutely um and it's you know to build your network just to meet some you know really inspiring people and to hear perhaps slightly different ways of doing things or you know just to learn learn from each other Mm. and learn together I'd say
2: There's a a huge amount of energy in the room um, on every session and that's just really infectious I think Um, it's inspiring and it just kind of encourages everyone feels I think there's a lot of um, there's a huge amount of support because there are all these common themes and everyone's nervous um, when they're getting up and speaking there's everyone's so supportive um, and loads of positive constructive um, criticism and feedback so kind
3: of we're all we're also all quite different i think mm. not only from different areas of the industry but we've got some really different characters mm. um between us and therefore it's amazingly interesting just hearing other people's opinions which can be very different from your own mm. but um and and sort of just bouncing off ideas from each other and it's yeah it's been brilliant
0: so definitely no group think in the in the future female leaders not too much group thing no (laughs) (laughs) lots of opinions (laughs) excellent I'm so looking forward to the eight Um, so tell me tell me a little bit about um, the the figuring out the story to tell because I know I um, I put a um, quite a tough call on on all the future female leaders saying I'd like to hear you know about how we connect every part of the the industry together Um, and and That's that is a difficult story to tell. I don't think it's ever been been told, but we're trying to tell it now as a as a group through different themes that are going on in in the industry and points that we want to get across to make sure that the the sector as a whole is is connected. So I'd be really keen to hear from 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 you as to your sort of the process that you went through to think about well, what is it that i'm passionate about what is the story that i can tell that will be as interesting to my peers as it is to um someone who's just coming into the industry someone who's maybe thinking about construction if it's if it's your story catherine um so
3: how do you, how do you formulate that idea um I think initially it's quite difficult. I I personally had a couple of streams that I could have gone down. One was a bit more uh, sort of the day-to-day role and what I do. And then the other one was thinking a bit broader um, in something that I'm a bit more, that I'm really passionate about. Um, And it's just about bringing women through the the industry. And um, so I've, I sort of found a way to join the two. And I think it's, as a result, it's given me a huge amount of thought. I've spoken to a lot of people across the industry about it. um, And I'm really excited about it. So uh, not not that it's remotely compiled yet. but we um, do want to give it away together. Well, exactly. (laughs) But um, uh, yeah, I I think it's been fascinating trying to come up with the story and the interest and I think aligning your passion with your day job, which hopefully isn't too difficult, um, is kind of where people have found the answer.
0: It's interesting because both um, you, Catherine, and you, Anna, have talked about um, sort of researching and talking with other people in the industry about what you know what the stories are. So, be, Hannah, is that something you've been doing as well? Is that vital if we're going to tell a story that we have to talk to others?
2: Definitely, yeah. Um, I've definitely gone overkill. Um, <laughs> Classic, <laughs> Hannah. I've done excessive amounts of research, um, mainly because I'm trying to validate in my mind my idea. Because I've had, like Catherine, and like all of us, really, we've got lots of ideas, and it's just finding that sort of golden ticket that you want to talk about. um But I, I always feel like I want to just validate that. So I've done a quite a lot of research um, and made sure that I'm confident in what I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, like everyone. And, and obviously talking around, um, talking to peers and um, bouncing ideas off of them and realising that actually some of the ideas and thoughts that I'd had are, um, quite a lot of people have. Mm. It's just not necessarily talked about that um, commonly. So,
0: yeah, and and when you've been having those conversations, and people are like, "Well, why are you asking me this?" And you say, "Well, I'm doing this really awesome program <laughs> um, with uh, with EG." And, and how, what's their reaction to the the program? Are they are, are people like, "Oh, well, why do you need to do that?" Or are, are, are people jeal- I hope they're jealous, but you know, <laughs> um, what's the reaction to to the program?
1: Oh, uh, from from my work, it's been incredible. Uh, everybody wants to be part of it, <laughs> which is amazing um I set up a little working group last week, and we all sat around and you know I sort of gave a little intro and I said, "So you know, I thought we could you know have a chat around you know and somebody said, "Oh um, I don't think i've i don't think I can contribute. I think I need to have a little think about it and I said, "Okay, yeah, that's fine, and then he went, "Oh, but whilst I'm here, and then reeled off for about twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and um oh it's absolutely amazing afterwards you know i've had people coming up to me i've had people in you know in the studio send me messages and saying oh this is really amazing it's really inspiring um you're a role model i you know how can i help i want to be involved uh, so i've got pretty much every single team member helping in some Fantastic. way which is which is brilliant because i that, for me that was what the program was all about is taking it back and inspiring others so Absolutely, and and that brings me round to I guess uh, my final question to you all,
0: which is eighth of eighth no, of October. Sorry, not November. Uh, <laughs> we'll all miss it if we go there. Eighth of October is the is the big night. It's going to be amazing. We're down in in Kings Cross. Uh, it's going to be um, all the bright lights. Every one of you is going to be fantastic up on stage i 'm going to let the side down, um, but someone has to so i 'll be the full guy um, but that 's not the end of it that you know that's that should I suppose be the start of this program so um it, and you know i 've been pushing that I really want people to take this back to their businesses and get their businesses involved in this, and then let 's filter it down and down and down and through whatever means we can, so it fully permeates through through the industry so um long questions, short answers maybe uh w- when the 8th of october passes what are you you going to take away from it personally
2: and what how are you going to pay pay it forward hannah i'll start with you um well i think learning to amplify my voice um is a really good thing and hopefully that's going to help me um in my career going forward i think um one of um sort of a key barrier for women in the industry is not having um f- uh, female role models to look up to. So hopefully the more visual um uh, we all become um the more young girls can look up and see that there is a route um in this industry for them. So um that's was that the question so I just realized.
0: Uh, yeah, no that was the
2: question. Right. And also how
0: you'd pay it, pay it forward, which is there'd be a role
2: model. So that's fine.
0: Anna for you how are you gonna um take it forward post eighth of october
1: uh so we've been doing a lot of work uh trying to recruit more female artists um so I think my i would love to see fifty fifty in our studio uh fifty fifty male female obviously um and I think there there are a number of things we can do to um to get more women on board and and I think across all the levels so that'll be something that um, well my fellow directors and I will be working hard towards Fantastic and you'll be up on stage as the showcase for that I will and the problem well the difficulty is, is that we do images so every time I present <laughs> I'm usually hiding behind some amazing image or animation and this time I won't have it you <laughs> <laughs> might let you do an animation <laughs> so that's my uh, that's my challenge <laughs> Fantastic. thank you and Catherine for you
3: um, I guess uh, the tools that we're learning um, being able to equip me personally to uh, speak out a little bit more more confidently it's really important and again, it's the role model piece. Love to um, help inspire some other younger women in the business to do the same and um, speak up, and hopefully also receive training and and help along the way. And if I can help encourage uh, and influence any anyone else, then that would be brilliant.
0: Fantastic. Well, there's our reason to absolutely come along on the eighth of October and hear these amazing stories be inspired and um, look up to some some role models because I think you know the the whole world needs some pretty decent role models at the moment doesn't it <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let, let's be the new ones uh, Anna Hannah and Catherine thank you so much for joining us in the EG thanks. podcast studio thank, thank you very much. so much thank thanks for having us